Welcome to Rohit's Chat Show. I've been looking forward to this one all week. Uh, introducing Chris Saltzman from CDS Recruitment. Welcome, Chris. So he's so he's emailed me, and then he's off again. Granted, it's nine twenty-eight in the morning on Wednesday, and all you can see is an empty chair and Chris and a sofa, which he probably sleeps on, and a fireplace. Oh, and there he is. He is Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? You went to get a jam toast, didn't you? Hey. Eh? Went to get a jam toast, didn't you? I want to get a cup of tea, kid. Cup of tea. A cup of tea. Cup of is tea. That, is that sugar or no sugar? Because you you're, you strike me as a fitness fanatic. Socks look like they're sweet enough or not sweet enough. And then there's Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I, I've, I've, I, I have waited for this chat show for a long, long time. Look at his smile, ladies and gentlemen. Look at that. That's a guy you want to trust, right? Huh? <laughs> Anyone you want to work with is Chris. Yeah. Where is he? He could be in Newcastle, where everyone else is, or he could be in St. Albans. You just don't know, do you? No, nobody knows. Nobody, nobody knows. knows. Nobody knows. And that's interesting, because one of the questions is coming up about Newcastle. But how are you? How are you this morning? It seems like you're uh, on fire this morning on a Wednesday. Uh, well, let's just say um, our little chap, Alexander, who is... Um, entertaining us through the night and keeping Catherine awake a lot. Uh, uh, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's great fun. Thoroughly enjoying it. Mate, I mean, you, you, listen, you're living the dream, mate. You are living the dream. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you another story. I, uh, I, woke, I woke up at 4.30 in the morning with my little girl going, Daddy, where's my ring? And I went, I don't know where your ring is. And I know where your ring is. I dropped it down the side of the sofa last night as I was like oh. watching. What is it? What is it? What is it? Toy Peppa Pig ring. Oh. And she woke yeah. up at 4.30 shouting and screaming. She wanted a ring. And I know you where the ring was. It was down the sofa. And you I was you, like, went, you went to get it, didn't you? You went to get it. Is that bad? Have no. I just caved in? No. It's funny, typically you wouldn't do it, but because it's 4.30 in the morning and you're fast asleep, the only thing you can think of is getting her to be quiet and going back to sleep. So you're literally jumping through hoops, right? As far as I'm concerned, it doesn't really matter. Mommy, I want, daddy, I want, I don't know, I want the most random thing from that shop. All right, I'll go and get it. Will you go back to sleep straight away? Yeah, all in. <laughs> well, Charlotte, my, uh, my two-year-old daughter, 
uh, decided to speed the house down as well because we were taking her to nursery today, which is unusual because she only goes one day a week, but she's going today because we've got a free day or something. And uh, she, I think she, I think she shook the uh, shook the street down with with her. I think what she was trying to say, reading between the lines, is no thanks. She just said it different. Oh, uh, yeah. oh, oh, right. I see. No thanks. Utter, utter screams. Utter uproar. Utter, utter delight. Oh, beautiful, isn't it? Parenting at its finest. <laughs> Which, which everyone can relate to if they're listening. Everybody, yeah. Are we recording now? Are we? Yeah, we're recording right now. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think we started. Have we started yeah. yet? Well, oh. what, what was I supposed to say? And uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the chat show. Welcome. Uh, well, I've never done, I've never done anything like this before. So it's unusual. So you're blessed. You're blessed. I pick. I I I hand pick. I hand pick my guests. You see, Chris. See? Which yeah. hand do you use? Which hand who's do you gonna use? Who's gonna make good television? And it's Chris that's gonna make good television. I think all people in recruitment, unless they've got a sense of humour, either don't last or are in totally the wrong job. Because the amount of times where you get stories from people that just Oh my, you know, my grand died. Really sorry to hear. Is that your fourth grand this week? You know? Uh, <laughs> uh, can't... I, do you know what? I, it's funny you say that because I swear <laughs> to God, I was, one of the things I was going to ask you, right, was what, because you've been in industry for what, since 2000, right? Give it to, well, uh, um, yeah, something like that. Well, according to your LinkedIn profile. <laughs> oh well, we believe that, right? <laughs> <laughs> and your CV. <laughs> so you start. Tell me, Nate. I want to know the most funniest or bizarre thing that's ever happened in recruitment in your time. Most bizarre, funniest uh, moment. Apart from apart from your candidate saying your fourth grand passed away, or their. Grandpa. The most bizarre, I'll tell you, the most bizarre was um, one of the senior recruiters at the time I was uh, working for a company. I'd only been in there nine months or something like that. And um, they all had interview rooms, which was very posh. Uh, and you used to have a real consolidated interview process. And you were in there for a good 45 minutes to an hour. It was bordering on a little bit excessive. And then we'd, we'd come in to sort of pull the candidate out because that was long enough. And um, one of the senior recruiters started shouting, help, help, help. And we're thinking, what on earth's going on? He'd run out of the room, um, freaked out, and everybody else sort of went to him. And I'm thinking, well, what about the candidate? Why, isn't, why hasn't the candidate come out? So I went into the room, at which point, it's, it's not a good thing, really, but he was actually having an epileptic fit, right? So he, he'd be made redundant from a company. Um, I know the company, I'll not mention the company, but he may be redundant and he'd obviously been stressed out, he'd have an epileptic fit. So they were all rent for the camp, for, for the senior recruiter who was having an absolute whiteout, not even thinking about the candidate. The candidate's having his epileptic fit. So I'm thinking, well, I've, I've only been here nine months. I'm, I'm a total junior. Is, is no one going to help him? So I just went in, stabilized him, got him around, and they were all looking after him. And after I'm thinking, 
he wasn't the one that was actually ill. It wasn't, it wasn't this lad, a lad called Chris. It, it wasn't him. It was the candidate. You look after <laughs> the candidate, you don't look after the consultant. I'm thinking, is this not basic? So at that point, at that point, I thought, hmm. So that that is that has been uh, something that's stuck in my mind, which is quite, quite unique. I mean, there's constant constant jokes all the time with regards to candidates that that the cars broke down or you know phoning you constantly because they desperately want the job, and then within seconds of starting, they, they haven't turned up. So that's just standard. But sure, but surely, but surely now in this climate, you're not getting these excuses. Surely not. Yeah, yeah. Just this week, a candidate um, turned out for a job uh, for a company that actually was quite decent. Um, he called, he sent all the information in. He was a stand-up candidate just prior to this. There was no concerns at all. Um, turned up, started work at half past eight. Nine o'clock, said, oh, I've got to go and see my granddad. Just walked out the door. What? Just, and has not responded since. So, yeah. yeah. So that's... So there's no, there's, I, I can't say that, that that's not normal at all, um, but it's, it, it's something that you just get used to. You just get used to. If they, if, if, I think it's human nature. If they don't want to tell you something, and they're fairly new to people. They're already stressed, right? They're already stressed. They don't know how to say it's not for me. They don't know how to say, listen, something's going on. Can we put it back? They just don't know how to, to communicate or they don't feel comfortable to communicate, right? This is the crucial thing. So people think, oh, well, it's, the candidate's horrendous. But in reality, you've got to think, what pressures has that person been on within the first half an hour? First impressions count. Right, first impressions count. So, has this person not been made to feel at ease as he first walked in the door? Um, there's a multitude of and wrath of things. But are you are you saying are you saying it sometimes isn't the candidate's fault when they do make excuses? You need to actually, as a recruiter, understand and identify: is it client or is it candidate? Because you've only heard one side of the story, right? One side of the story. So you just don't know. But 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 then first impressions. If you're placing a person, right? Um, and that person walks out within half an hour, right? Then it's normally someone for some reason has to point the finger at someone who's done something wrong. Invariably, it's not going to be yourself. You'll attack rather than, than sort of open up. So yes, there's, there's, a, there's a raft of things and we get used to it. And I suppose we do find it, it's horrendously frustrating because it costs us money. But at the same time, um, you just think, well, what can you do? The candidate now won't respond. The candidate won't go back. And there's only once I've ever known where a situation where something went quite wrong in the first week and the person never went back. Um, uh, the person did go back, but the rest of the time, they, you know, normally people just say, oh, it's just recruitment agencies or, you know, whatever. But in, rea in reality, if you, if you think on a business point of view or we think about humans, if they're stressed, they're starting the first day of work. And we've written many articles and a lot of recruiters say how important it is for that the new employee to be looked after almost like royalty for yeah. not just for the first day but for, for the first 30 days just to get them embedded in and you don't have to money coddle them and time and pressure and, and, and everything all comes into play with the business you haven't got time and all this it's your most valuable thing that you have in a company is someone you've been you've interviewed someone you're impressed with you spend time with them you look after them that's it 
right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, 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 you've looked after them all this time before the process. You, yeah. It's the aftercare, right? Aftercare. And one that just come to mind. It wasn't me. It was one of my uh, one of my team. He recruited a design engineer. Again, the direct contact was a chap called Chris. So Chris seems to be quite popular. I don't know why. <laughs> he was the MD, and they recruited a design engineer. And he, they, they accepted, they thought he was brilliant and said, yes, we want you to start. Um, so he got all the offers, got everything sorted. Uh, and I don't know how this works anymore because it was about 16, 17 years ago. And um, he said, I can't start just yet. Um, and they said, well, why not? You're not working or you've just finished work. So he said, no, no, I've got a couple of things to do. And a week before he starts, he uh, emailed one of my guys and said, listen, I, obviously I need to tell you, I'm going through a sex change. Um, so my new name is this, said, said name, and we were like, all right, fair enough. And uh, unfortunately and sadly, uh, back then, he didn't start. They didn't want him to start. I don't know the full reason really? why. But, uh, yeah. <coughs> wow. That, that's, not, that's not at all PC. No. Nah. And you just don't expect that. You don't expect that. That's nah. very unusual. Well, well, you won't expect that in this day and age. No. But you will. You, I mean, that that's the kind of stuff I want to hear, like that kind of stuff that happened back then. And that's well, what. That's honest truth, actual fact. The candidate and he phoned him and said, "This is my this is my new name now. Can you make sure it's all all right?" And and he was right to be careful. Um, and then sadly, it, it it just didn't work. Um, at the time, I don't think any of us could really write that or explain that. No, you couldn't. You couldn't even write that at all. And I think that's the difference between now and back then. Like that, I was going to ask like the difference between two thousand eight and now. Even that, back then, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the guidelines and rules dictate that surely that there was no reason why not. But I just think they had. They sat down in, in all defence. They sat down, had a chat with each other, and just decided it just wasn't. It just wasn't possible. And we weren't privy to that, those meetings that they had. It wasn't to do with us. So you don't know the reasons why, but they, but they didn't fall out at all. But it's just experiences. You just think, wow. When you look back and you think, really? So, so yeah. So what was your relationship like? What was your relationship like with the client after that happened? Fine. Okay, so they still work with you. They still ask for more candidates. It wasn't. It wasn't a nasty environment. It was a surreal environment because it's it's something that we've never. Well, you, you can never be taught that, but maybe now you can. Um, but your open attitude has to be right. So we just said, listen, you need to go and have a chat. You need to make sure it's right. You need to make sure the whole environment. Um, so that was it. But yeah, fine, absolutely fine. With candidate and the there wasn't there wasn't fallouts in that. And good good recruiters don't don't find reasons to have arguments in any way shape or form our job is to sort of negotiate what we find problem problematic is when people don't tell us the truth and that's when um things go awry you know i've, I've already whether you've been counter offered we just had a chap who uh, got a 10 grand pay rise he got he got an offer um said oh, i'm definitely leaving then got his pay rise and stayed so it was a you know those those things a lot of arguments can be said that the candidates didn't tell the consultant the truth. I think that the consultant didn't ask the right questions. And it's all about that, isn't it? It's all about asking yeah. the right questions. 
what you're opening, for. opening the right doors. What, what's the underlying reason for you looking? If you're, for example, getting married, if anything's going on, you know, if you want security, you don't want to move. There's, there's masses of sort of second depth questions that you need to do. Um, and it's quite difficult doing that. Modern world Zooms and Teams and everything is fantastic because you don't get the contact. Um, as in, you're not putting anybody at risk, but at the same time, you don't actually truly get, my belief, face-to-face -face interaction, body language, eye contact. You can to a point, but never anywhere as, as, as much as what you, you can do face-to-face. -face. And, so, and do you think that that's a struggle today in, in today's market because everything is via video? I think everything's, everything's very unusual, isn't it? When you think about it, you've got a hugely stressful environment. Everybody's stressed. Um, it doesn't have to have to be work. It work could be great, but it doesn't mean our home's going well. Yeah, um, tell yeah. me about it. Right. Exactly. Everyone's got pressures and, and kids and families and, and a multitude of things and you know grands and parents that might be hoping. There's just so many things. So, um, yeah, to answer your question, I think I think you can never ever ever replace face to face contact. That's my belief. I, okay. My, my mentor. Uh, well, my dad's uncle, he was a, he was a car salesman, um, ran a car sales dealership. And he said a few things which are quite good. He says, people never buy from ties. And I think we've spoken about this before. Yeah. People don't buy from ties or people that have ties, you know, that, that sort of corporate image. It doesn't have to be a tie. I'm just talking about um, something, something that's, that's, you know, it's professional. They don't buy from that. They buy from people. That, that's the thing. Um, yeah, and car salesman, he says it, it's, all, it's all about the, the interaction, for sure. A hundred percent. People buy off people. One hundred percent. A hundred. I, I totally agree. And I think now, even more so, because things are becoming so much more personable on a sales perspective, because people are at home and, you know, yeah. everyone's working from home. So, you know, if you've got kids and stuff, people can relate to it. You know, if you're working from home and you understand the struggles of it, you're going to talk about it. That's probably the first thing you're going to talk about, right? So it has become very, very personable, which kind of fits perfectly, you know, in, in I think, mine and your world. Yeah, you, you can tell, can't you? That you can tell when you get on with people, you can tell. Yeah, straight away. Straight away. It's, it's, it's one, of those, one of those great things. It's funny when people say, oh, I can assess people immediately. I don't think they can assess people immediately. I'm not saying that they're wrong or they don't believe what they're saying. I just think that you, you gel with somebody. That's, what, that's in essence what they're saying. It's not that they know that person inside out because they don't. They just have uh, an instant reaction. I'm not saying it's a trick, but a lot, of, a lot of salespeople try and find associations, right? Who do you know? What do you do? Something that I do, something that they do that I'm understanding. That's a common association, right? And, and that, that does actually go a long way, especially with when you're with people that don't necessarily come across as confident as, as others. Well, this is an interesting one. Do you think salespeople need to be chameleons and no. sort of change their... Because I, I had a conversation about four or five years ago. Someone, someone said to me, oh, you... You've got you've got to change your 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 your, your colour for the right fit in the right environment, and I'm like mm, not sure about that. Why do you need to be that if it if if you're buying off people? In certain uh, environments, you need to change that. Do you agree with that or not? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. 
your impression has to be because if if you are in a relationship, a lot of people talk about oh, I, I truly love what I do and all this sort of stuff. You don't have to love what you do. You just have to be good at it, right? Yeah. You know what you're doing. You have to be good at it. Uh, and you don't always win sales. You might get on with the person, but it doesn't mean you're going to get the job. It doesn't mean you're going to get the doesn't get the contract. Um, you just have to be with your person. And if if you're the, if you're pretending to be somebody else, and you're you're you you build a rapport with that person on a professional basis, and six months later you behave different to when he met you, or what he thinks, or who he thinks, or who they think you are, who he, she thinks you are, right? Then. Have you, in essence, lied to that person to start with? So therefore, where's the trust, right? If you yeah. have that trust, if they have trust, I am trying to sell something on eBay and I've had this random email from a person, I don't trust this person at all, so I'm not going to sell this person that, that product. No chance, you know? Um, absolutely not. You have to be yourself. And um, I, I, salespeople do have this cloak and dagger, or not, not cloak and dagger, but they have this mask, don't they, where they pretend to be somebody else. It could be that you just had a good day one day and other days you have bad days, so you're up and down. That you know, that you can change that. You always have to put on a professional positive face. Yeah. Anyway, every day, right? When you look in the mirror, right? <laughs> I mean <laughs> It's gonna be a good day. 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 Yeah, yeah. It's um we all go through those days where you look at yourself and you think, Oh my god. Or you, or, or you're in a, you know, nothing can, nothing can stop you. Um, you just have to have the can do attitude, the positive attitude. And I'm not saying, you know, sport to me has helped me massively. Friends and family have helped me. You need, you need that support, and, and people don't always have that. Sometimes, yeah, you, you, it, it helps to have people that are in your circle, and it, it doesn't have to be many, but they need to be on your side. That means yeah. they support what you're doing and if if not you don't need those kind of people in your life and that's no. i you know what i actually learned that this year that yeah. if, if someone is not supportive of what you're doing and vice versa you don't really actually need them in your circle because ultimately they're going to just push you down all the time and actually they 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 aren't well wishes you, you need well wishes in your circle that's 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 ultimately what you need one of one of my good college friends uh runs a, a company obviously in South Africa, well not obviously, but he's in South Africa, they're running a great company. And um, there's a couple of friends that he always, always tries to speak to them, but they never sort of respond. And he just said, what, what's the point of them in my life? If, they, if I'm constantly doing the running around, and it's very brutal when you think about it at first, I thought, wow, that's a bit strong. But he just said, for years and years and years, it's always been one-sided. So he says, well, I'm not gonna stop being friends with them, but I'm not gonna do certain things. Um, and that, that's quite clinical. So, you, you know, do you have inner friends and outer friends? Yes. But then you relate that to business and you have to support your team. Your team, and this, this is a renowned thing, you know, you're only as strong as your weakest link, right? Yeah. Um, in any team, if it's sport or business, and if you've got someone that's struggling or someone that's not doing something, you, you need to help them. You don't always feel like you want to, and you might have other things on, but you have to, you, have, you massively have to support everybody. And, just because certain people aren't producing certain things or, or not doing what you want, you just got to ask why and you got to spend time with them. I worked for a company that were proud as punch um, that they'd, they'd hired and fired 50 people in one year. Fortunately, I was the one that, that stayed and there was about three or four of us that stayed for some reason. Um, and I remember thinking, that's just 
the most ridiculous business model I've ever known to be proud of, like a, like a statistic that you're chuffed with. It's just, it's just ridiculous. A revolving door. I hate uh, that. Absolutely. absolutely. It, was, it is. I, mean, I don't know whether that recruitment gets a bad name for itself because it can, because there's always chats about, oh, well, will you be there? Will I be speaking to the same consultant next week? And thinking, wow. Yeah. Had, you, you know, customer, you've had such a bad experience. And there's two reasons why people necessarily don't buy from you. It is either cost in recruitment or bad experience. And you have to over, overcome those, those um, mental attitudes, right? So, well, I think that's with everything. When, you, when you, you've got a bad experience of buying anything, like your laptop, you know. Thanks for reminding that one. Yeah. <laughs> that's right, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to note that down, actually. <laughs> but that's what I was going to say. We'll not mention that company. We'll not mention that. It's not. No, 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 no. That's no, not no. the right thing. That's not the right thing. But, yeah, but, you, but what's funny is, I, um, I will mention this, right? I. Uh, I bought, when I first started recruitment, I bought a PlayStation game and it was on eBay. And don't forget, this was like 15 years ago, right? No, like, like 12 years ago. And eBay was still new, it was still trying to find its feet. And I bought a second-hand PlayStation game mm-hmm. and it was terrible. Like I opened up the CD and it was scratched everywhere. And obviously eBay's come a million miles away, people buy and sell and it's brilliant same with like Amazon but my experience back then has held me back from doing anything with email up until middle of last year right because I had that bad experience with them years ago and I know it was years ago but I still had that experience and your trust goes out the window you're not gonna ever gonna go back you're probably gonna go to Amazon or you're gonna buy somewhere else online and actually online buying back then I couldn't even trust either because I'm like well I've already bought one product that was really bad I'm gonna do it again for a very very long time yeah Yeah. you know ages to then buy stuff online you know and of course it's come a long way away now but going back to obviously your experience and 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 stuff like that that's that's another example and just remember that 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 experience very true very true I've got one more thing before you shoot off, by the way, which is our, which is the game. Oh, yes. Oh, you ready for this? Yes, you told me about this game. Can I be the most awkward person you've ever had on this? Well, you, you I mean, that's a given. But you have to, ch- you listen, you've got to choose an answer. I don't, I don't want to hear none or, or I don't know, or none of them. You need to answer either one or, or the other. And then, they won't be. They won't be hard. They won't be hard. They'll be. They'll be quite easy. I've. I've. I've thought of them. Yeah. In relation to you and your personality. Auto tap. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not even going to ask that question because I know what you're going to say. I was going to do bath and shower for anyone listening, but he's going to just say something ridiculous. So that's why I didn't put it in the answers. So yeah. here we go. You ready? So yeah, number ready. one is. London or Newcastle? Newcastle. Contract or perm recruitment? Contract. Volvo or Nissan? That's a very good question. Uh, Nissan. Oh, we'll come back to that one. Uh, No no internet or no car for a week? No internet. 
it didn't used to be that way, but absolutely massive. I haven't driven that car in nine months. I've had it for nine months. It's done like four miles, as you know. <laughs> All right, next one. Trump or Boris? Boris. Uh, homeless or in jail? <laughs> what jail? What jail am I in? I mean, it could, I mean, I don't know, Lewisham. No, no, I want that one that um, was on TV where it had TVs and. and <laughs> if that's the case, jail. Right. Okay. Loved or <laughs> lo loved or feared. Loved or feared. Yeah. Ah uh, no, loved without question. Yeah, this is a, this is an interesting one. Underpaid or undervalued. What would I rather be? Yeah. Uh, underpaid. Right, okay. Chinese or an Indian takeaway? Oh, <laughs> takeaway, right, okay. Uh, Chinese, unfortunately. My body right. loves spices, but uh, it doesn't Does, work with me. Doesn't agree with you, does it? So, <laughs> <laughs> right, oh. next, time, next time you come to my house, I'll make you a lasagna. I'd love that, love the <laughs> very, very healthy, sort of, without speaking And the last one is, what's your favourite recruitment vendor? <laughs> I mean... Oh, there's so many out there, isn't there? Yeah, oh. yeah. Oh. No, I mean, there's, there's, there's out. I mean, I'll name a few. There's Itabu. Yeah. There's, uh, you know, Goldbean. There's um, all the ones. Um, I mean, there's that pager. Yeah, that pager one. Now I've heard that springing about a couple that of pager, times. That pager, no. no <laughs> I mean, they're, they're all right, but I've had a bad experience. So oh, far. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So, so, so you would choose a Nissan over a Volvo, yeah? Well, if you're asking as in what would I choose, my experience with Nissan, it's not necessarily about the car, it's about the association. Ah. Uh. <laughs> with, with family, with home, with, with my dad's best friend, with, with working for them. Um, obviously, being a client of ours, I don't know anything about them. And here's the thing, bad experience, took my car for a service and they sent a console that I can't work, still doesn't work properly. So, yeah, service. so the bad experience is they didn't fix it for me. So I'm going to speak to them after this. So even though car is fantastic, as most cars are now, it doesn't matter really too much about it. They all do the same thing, go from A to B. But uh, Nissan, is, Nissan has memories. Can't replace memories. No, exactly, exactly, exactly. Well, listen, that is uh, all we've got time for today. Round of applause, round of applause. <laughs> Absolutely loved it. You know I like talking to you all the time, and I thought this Thank one's going to be a... Uh, this one's going to be a... Uh, yeah, you've got some serious conversations in there, which I was very surprised at, actually. Very, very, very serious. Intense. Uh, very intense. But listen, it was because of your experience, and people need to hear this stuff. Yeah. Perhaps we'll see. see we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Thank you very we'll get, much. We'll get thousands of views. Trust me, you'll be skyrocketing. What's the highest, what's the highest number you've had? What of views? It was the first one I ever did. 
Yeah. Um, but don't worry. We'll make this fire. Yes. And I'm like, you know what? I need to change the guests. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm bringing people like you on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well. <laughs> well. Thank you very much. No problem at all, mate. I will. Uh, Yep, CDS recruitment. It's the number one <laughs> recruitment in England. Oh, yes. Oh, we yes. You don't have to be the biggest. We just have to be the most sincere. CDS All recruitment. Right, right. <laughs> Today is the first day of the rest of your life. Don't you go forgetting that. Every day is a learning day, Chris. Every day is a school day. There's no doubt about that. Smart. Take it easy, stay safe. See you later. Thanks.